From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we kick off a brand new day. Short week. Uh, we will, uh, well, we got lots of things going on this week. Of course, Thursday's Thanksgiving. And we'll have Cowboy football for you here on ESPN Central Texas Thursday afternoon. A full day of sports all across our family of radio stations on Friday, including Baylor football here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball Friday morning uh, from Florida uh, on uh, Star 104.9. And then we'll also have some high school football uh, all across our family radio station. Saturday, we have round two of the Division Three NCAA playoffs on uh, on Fox. So, man, we've uh, we've got a full weekend. We've got a full weekend and a little turkey and dressing in there someplace. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, welcome to the program. Let's go around the horn and check in. Ward, good morning. How are we? Good morning. Good. Thank you. Good. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Tom? Good. Did either one of you or both of you watch... Some of the uh, 49er Arizona game? Yes, I did. Absolutely. I did as well. What'd you think? Mexico. It was fun. Seemed like a fun environment. Would that be a place that you could locate a team on a permanent basis? See, I have an issue trying to put a team in Europe. I just think that's crazy. Well, it's it's a disadvantage the, for everybody. On the travel situation. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But what about Mexico? Uh, I mean, if you have to go out of the United States, it's a viable option there, Canada. It, it, because the travel wouldn't be as bad. Exactly. Is it a television? Is Mexico City or Toronto a TV market that would attract NFL football? Now, Canada might fight you a little bit because they have the CFL. Yeah. But is Mexico City a place... That would be attractive to the National Football League from a from a television market. I I'd imagine they'd fill the stands. So I guess my question is, why are they doing this? If they're not to, dipping to, their toe in the water, why are they doing this? Well, they've been doing this for a long time. I know, but it's, why? It well to make football international sport, a, a worldwide event. The Super Bowl is already the biggest event in sporting history, and they want to continue that around the world. They just want that. They want the shield to be recognized around the world. I, I get that that part of it. I, I I don't know. I mean, television is they get they get the games, don't they, internationally on television? Yeah. Okay, and so I'm just curious: is was that was that also like a test to see? No, not a test. You don't think? No. Just go there and play. Yeah. Same reason they go to Europe. They're not going to put a team over in Europe. 
No, I don't. I don't think they would. Although there's been conversation. Uh, and then they had NFL Europe, you know, which was the minor league thing that didn't work out so well. Didn't work out so well. Uh, I'm just curious. It, 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 it's interesting to me. Oh, by the way, the guy that's, that stinks his quarterback can't play through four touchdown passes last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he's your quarterback by necessity. But you didn't want him. You tried to run him off. Right. <laughs> I just is that not the weirdest situation, weirdest relationship? Yeah, uh, I don't get it. All he does is you know, is perform, and now there's conversation about the 49ers being in the mix for the Super Bowl out of the NFC. How dare they with a quarterback that they didn't want? I I think they are. They've got a good football team. Where would you rank them in the NFC today? Top five. I don't know that I'd. Maybe top three. Wow, really? Yeah. Eagles, I know you like the Eagles a lot. Mm -hmm. Would you put the Cowboys in that top three? I'd put them in the top five right now. They've got a... They've got to go back to back. If they dismantle the Giants on Thanksgiving Day, yes. But I need to see them go back to back. I don't know that they're going to dismantle the Giants. But I don't fear the Giants. Oh, I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. It's, a I think, fo- it's a good football team. I think they're okay. I think they're okay. Just like I thought Minnesota was okay. <laughs> they're okay. Minnesota's a good football team. They'll Minnesota's be Minnesota's okay. They'll be in the mix. Well, yeah, because nobody else in that division is worth a darn. <laughs> I mean, that division is bad. I like Philadelphia. I think they're a good football team. I think San Francisco's a good football team. What do we think about Seattle? I don't know what to think about Seattle. I know. <laughs> I know. I want to think that they're a good football team, but... I don't know. Are the true definition of a wild card? I mean, they're six and four. They're sitting right there, tied with San Francisco. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think they're they may be sneaky good. I don't know that I want to play them. No. And then I look at the AFC and go, huh? What's over there? Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. And I, <laughs> you don't want any of that. Yeah, and there was Buffalo there for a little while, but yeah. they've kind of stumbled as of late. Yeah. I still I, think they're a good football they're a good team. Football oh, yeah. Team. yeah. yeah. So. Tennessee's going to be hard to deal with mm-hmm. because of the running game. So it, it's going to be interesting as they head down, what, the what about a third of the season left mm-hmm. with, uh, with the NFL. So we'll, we'll see how some of that goes. A quick, uh, couple of quick basketball scores last night. Uh, MCC men, well, they are they are rolling. They uh, they and they they bounced Cedar Valley, ninety four to seventy last night. Just continue to play good basketball, and the uh, High Lassies uh, outlasted Odessa, and uh, and they win last night. So uh, nice win for uh, for that club, sixty four fifty four over the uh, over Odessa as they head into the Thanksgiving break. So good stuff there. Uh, let's see. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, you know, 
Virginia and Virginia Tech guys have elected not to play that final football game. You knew that was coming. Yeah. It doesn't affect it's the right you. decision. Well, yeah, it does not. Ha- it has no bearing on anything. No, both seasons will end. Right. Both, both of them have three wins. They're so, done. Yeah. And, Ward, I got to tell you this. In the office yesterday, you were down the hall working or doing something. I don't know. But this guy to, our, to your left and my right mm-hmm. was talking to his computer screen while he watched the World Cup. He was coaching the team. I, I, what? Were you not talking to your computer? Yeah, I was. World Cup. I wanted to say coaching. World Cup. Yes, you were. Get over there. Get over there. Kick it here. Oh, no. I was not making it. Move the net. <laughs> Move the net. <laughs> <sighs> I got to the, the Dave Aranda press conference mm-hmm. in this big screen TV in the in the room. There was two or three camera jockeys watching the World Cup. I mean, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. Did we miss out on something? Nope. You know what? In our youth, soccer wasn't a prevalent sport. No. It was in your youth, wasn't it? Did you play youth soccer? No. You did not? I just said I've always enjoyed watching it. I don't know why, especially with the way y'all are coming at me right now. I feel like I'm not coming at you. We're not coming at you. We're just trying to figure it out. It's in today's society. It's 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 relevant. It is, and I'm and I'm trying to figure out why because so many people today want the want instant gratification. They want you know they want offense. Look how the NFL's changed the rules to be in offense. They look they look at what they do with baseball. I mean, you know, it's they don't score enough. All you hear is they don't score enough runs. Mm-hmm. They don't score enough runs. But yet soccer, a one nothing game, and people are like, "Wow, that was great." So I'm trying to figure that out. Why? If it, would it be better if it was 17 to 14? No, high scoring soccer games are. It's because there's a lot of strategy based in it. I, I, it's like it's weird. It's one of those sports where like you enjoy defense more than offense because just the strategy. But involved. that's not today's society, young you, people. They, yeah. they they like they that, like it. You know, score. Let's go. It's just like me. And my, I, I think that's why basketball is so popular. Yeah. You know, it takes you about. Mm-hmm. Eight seconds to score, <laughs> and here we go again. Yeah. My friends and I have always enjoyed soccer. I mean, we watch it. We play FIFA, that soccer video game. I mean, we, we love it. I mean, it's we, we might be a, a small part of our generation that enjoys it, but we do. Well, that left winger, if he, if he, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Stop it. What happened on the penalty? They got a penalty kick to tie the game, didn't they? So yeah, and they Walker Zimmerman, Team USA. Is it a game or a match? Match. Oh, it is a match. You could say either one. Oh, okay. Most people here say game, but I guess technically they'd say match. But Gareth Bale, who's the best player on Wales team, got fouled in the in the box by Walker Zimmerman, Team USA center back, and that was the last player on Team Wales that you'd want to penalized in the box and then he he was he was going to make it what if we penalized him outside the box would that have been a better deal it it wouldn't have been a penalty kick ah but because he was in the box it was a penalty kick well then quit fouling in the box that's what i'm saying 
It was the worst time to do it, too. And yeah, the well. Worst player to do it against. And again, you're in the box. Stay. You don't foul in the box. Exactly. You ought to know that. You played enough soccer, right? So why do you do it? I have no idea. <laughs> it blows my mind, even just thinking about it now. Or don't you think that if you want to hit the guy, hit him outside the box? Just tackle him, get it over with. Exactly. But not in the box. Stay out of the box. What's the box? It's it's the box that surrounds the, the goal. Well, move the goal. <laughs> I told you slide the net to the left, and it would have been. <laughs> anyway. So they got a penalty kick out of the deal. And then, now, now, you got one point, right? Yeah. A, which, a, a tie or is, is a point? Yeah, well, yeah, it's just one point, and it doesn't really help you out of this group because you got England coming up on Friday, and USA is not favored. So there's four game. in this pool, right? Mm-hmm. And and you, for a win, you get three, and for a loss, or a, you know, a loss, you get nothing, and then a tie is one. So, so you and, kiss and, your sister, you kiss your sister, and you get a point for it. Pretty much. Well, that's a weird scoring system. It, isn't isn't hockey a lot like that, where you get points for ties? Mm-hmm. And, and in the standings, it's total points and things. That, okay. All right. So you said it doesn't matter that they got one point because they play England? It, do- it doesn't help. Why? It doesn't help because, well, it makes a much harder path for them to get out of the pool because, I mean, they're not going to be favored against England. If they win, if they beat England, then, then yeah, that'll be huge. Can we beat England? I think we can. But what do we got to do? That outside hitter's got to be, gotta, <laughs> huh? That, I mean, oh, the, that center back. I'm sorry. <laughs> that center back's got to not foul inside the in box. In the box. That's right. So there's four in the pool. Do you play everybody? You play the other? Yes. So you're gonna play. All, you're gonna play three games in 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 pool play. And England won. Top two go to the move on or one. I think it's top two. And England won six two the other day. So wow. They're uh, they're good. All right. So we're in trouble. Is what you're saying. I wouldn't say that, but well, you just said well. I mean, that England's favored. Don't get me wrong, but the one point you said doesn't help us. Well, it 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 makes the path harder to get out of the pool. It, a lot harder. So just because of the point system, because England are, isn't Wales sitting in the same situation. They got one point, mm-hmm. and they got to play the other two teams as well. Who else is in there? England and who else? Uh, Iran. Uh, Hang on, that that would be it, right? Four teams in the pool. Yeah. So it's Iran, England. Wales. And, Wales in, in the U.S.? Yes. Didn't you know that, Ward? That was our pool? Nope. <laughs> That's our pool. <laughs> That's who's, So don't go to the deep end. I mean, you know. So we'll play England when? Friday. Friday. And then when do we get, when do we play Iran? I believe it would be the following Monday. Right. And then you could be done, huh? Do you think they're be, done? No. Not at all. So you think that they – how do they the, – so you think they beat Iran? Yes. That's the team that England beat 6-2. to two. Okay, so that's what they got to do. But what if Wales beats Iran? That would complicate things. <laughs> yeah. A tie always complicates things. Well, I mean, you the, the Wales in, in the U.S. would – I mean, does it come down to points? How, how do you – I mean, total it, points? It, or? It, would, it would come down to total points because – I don't, I'm not sure how they would situate a tie because, you know. Isn't this fascinating, Ward? Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how we advance. 
Well, if you beat England, you have your chances of advancing skyrocket. I'll say that. But what if Wales beats England? That's what I'm saying. Wales and the U.S. are in the same boat, are they not? Oh well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, they both. I mean, they both got one point for that that one one game yesterday. I mean, England has three, and then Iran has nothing. Nothing, so. right? So, how do you? I think they would just separate. The, I think the tiebreaker would be the goal, like the goal separation. Total number of goals? Yes. Yeah. So, well. so, so say the U.S. beats Iran 2-1 to one and Wales would win 4-1, to one, then Wales would advance. Okay. All right. Just right. I'm just trying to get all this clear so, the next, so when I watch it on Friday. You're not watching on Friday. <laughs> 7-16. Let's get going here. Uh, we'll, talk about, we'll talk Baylor and Cowboys, and we'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. It's round three of the Texas Schoolboy football playoffs, and the Mar Panthers take on Sims Bowie this Friday afternoon. Our coverage of Mar Panthers football begins at 1.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 2 o'clock on our sister station, Kicker, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Again, 1.30 for the pregame, 2 o'clock for the kick on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person. Thanks to the Good Feet Store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiasts this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. It is 721. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget, if you missed anything on the program today, uh, you can always check it out uh, on the CNC Collision. Well, I'm sorry. You can check it out at CentexSportsFan.com. We've got it in a podcast for you, CentexSportsFan.com. Coming up on the show a little later on, Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports will talk college football with us. RJ Achua from Blogging the Boys will talk Cowboys and Giants with us. And uh, Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the Crawford Pirates, will be on the program as well as they get ready for the Riesel Indians. So we'll do that uh, here on uh, ESPN Central Texas this morning. Also coming up uh, at around 745 or so, we'll have uh, our our sit-down conversation, final one of the year with head coach Dave Aranda. So we'll do that for you at uh, 745 or so this morning. So there's plenty on the uh, on the docket for you this morning. Uh, our CNC Collision Center text line, by the way, if you want to join the conversation, is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Uh, John Morris is coming up at 3 o'clock today, and he's going to have the voice of the uh, Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, on the program to break down Baylor and Texas and maybe look back at Texas's big win over Kansas. So uh, John will visit with Craig coming up at 3. Matt Mosley is here at uh, 4 o'clock today. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, uh, Ward and Ryan, uh, from the 903, uh, the 903 says, there is no way the U.S. beats England. England could contend for the championship. And I, I've been saying that for weeks now. You you don't want to mess with England. Yeah, you've been on that train. Yep. Uh, from the 254, goal differential, and JR also says goal differential. So, I guess you got to go out and see if you can't put about 15 on the board against Iran, huh? Looks like it. So, do you give the U.S. a chance against England? I do. They're a young team, and England has a lot more experience, and they're always – I mean, that's their sport. That's their national sport. They are they're they have one of the best national teams in the world, so most people would probably say the U.S. doesn't have a chance, which is – Well, that's what this which, guy which, says. It, it's fair. 903 it's fair. says there is no way the U.S. beats England. England is the best team in the pool – and a legit challenger for the cup. And if that's really the case, then Wales probably won't beat Eng England either. So that goal differential and your common matchups against 
Iran will be huge, determining yep. what the, they will be the key to whether you advance or not. All right, so there you go. Uh, is there? A, does it really matter if Ezekiel Elliott is the starter or Tony Pollard is the starter or their co-starters? Does it really matter the way that they're using them? No. Here, here's Mike McCarthy. I guess he was asked about it again. Well, I mean, I think the two things uh, components more about, you know, it, players that are contributing outside of the starter position. You know, I look at Tony as a starter, so, um, and his ability uh, just to, to to run all aspects of our offense from the, not only the running back position, but the receiver position uh, obviously speaks speaks to his value, and, and obviously his production has been, uh, has, has, been, has been extraordinary this month. So, so there you go. I, I think... He's basically saying what you just said. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you you don't have to label Zeke and or Pollard. They're both going to get their touches mm-hmm. in the correct situations that the that the staff feels like that the, this player best suits this need, this down and distance, or whatever the case may be. Short week, uh, particularly for the Cowboys and for Baylor in Texas. I, I wanted to get get some thoughts. Does it favor the home team, the short week? Yes. Particularly on Thursday, wouldn't you say? Because you're getting you, – you played Sunday, mm-hmm. and then you're playing again Thursday. You got to travel on Wednesday. Well, you got Monday and Tuesday to, 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 to get ready for another game. And as you point out, Ward, yesterday, you got to get over – all of the, the nagging injuries from the game, the soreness from the game, and then you got to prep and, and crash and get ready to go in two days as opposed to, you know, your normal prep time. Yeah, it's ramped up very quickly when you have that short week and you've got to be able to, you know, get get the game plan put together, install it, and anything else that you want to try to do that you've had kind of waiting in the wings for this game or moving forward through this stage of the season, you need to install that as well. So uh, there, it, it's fast and furious for for the staff. Did they did they prep two game plans? It, it, I mean, because no, you, they got the other one done, and then after practice during the week last week, they were watching film and they were doing the scouting report and everything else. You still had to wait till after this week's game to to finalize everything. So it was a late night Saturday night trying to finalize the scouting report. But you had it ninety percent done, eighty five percent done during the week from the previous films that you had. And they have so many people behind the scenes that are breaking film down and. And formulating all the tendencies and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm curious about Baylor and Texas because they, you know, we're talking about the NFL. They play on Sunday and then they turn around and play on Thursday, so their window's a lot, a lot tighter. Where with Baylor and Texas, it's just it's just a one day deal. Now Mississippi, Mississippi State, you know, that's the Egg Bowl on Thursday night. That's a different animal, but. As far as is Baylor and Tech, you're just moving up one day. Is one day that significant? Not it, really. It does take you out of your routine. Get you out of rhythm. Mm-hmm. But other than that, not really. Yeah, and I and we'll talk to Dave Aranda about that coming up in a little bit. I, I was because I'm curious about it, particularly this week. Not just moving up on Friday, but you also have Thanksgiving mixed in there. So and you're practicing in the morning because there is no school, rather than your your regular afternoon and evening workout. So. Uh, you, you know, as more than anybody, 
coaches and players like routines. Absolutely. And this week is anything but. It's, it's, it's totally different. But sometimes at this point in the year, that's a welcome sight because of the monotony you've been going through since, you know, the 1st of August. And Good point. You, you, you kind of break it up a little bit. And so sometimes it works out for the better. Do something different. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll have a Thanksgiving lunch on Thursday. So it's an absolute team building opportunity, not only for the rest of this season, but, you know, the future of your team as well. It, it gives you an opportunity to, to, you know, get to know one another and on, on, on another level. So, yeah, so that, that great point. So you'll spend a lot of time with each other away from the football field, and then uh, then you'll get back to work, and then you'll go play on Friday. So I suspect that you know, and I don't know if they'll if the I, I would I would suspect they're going to go down on Thursday night uh, after they do a little family time. I think they're going to let them move bust up after lunch, and then go spend some time with family, and then come back because. You know, if you had a 3 or 4 o'clock game and you're 90 miles away, maybe you do go down day up, but not with an 11 o'clock kick. I can't imagine that they're not no, going to be in Austin on Thursday night. night yeah. 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 So, all right. Uh, there you go. 728. Coming up in a couple of minutes at Shehan J.R. Oh, by the way, from our CNC Collision Center text line, J.R. makes a great point. Never say never. Saudi Arabia just beat Argentina this morning. That's a big upset. Argentina had three goals disallowed, though, which I didn't watch the match, so I don't know what would have happened there. But that's look, they lost. They did. I don't care if they got disallowed, and that's one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even I know that. Yeah, <laughs> seven twenty nine. <laughs> Ward's over there going hell yeah. Seven twenty nine. This is this is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and we are presented by. Our good friends at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Let's talk some college football with Shahan. Let's do it next. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Kicker Brett Maher tells you why the Thanksgiving Day game this week is such a blessing for his family. Right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Cowboys kicker Brett Maher hit a 60-yard field goal in Sunday's win. It was the fourth from 60 or more yards in his career, the most in NFL history. He's a husband and a father of three young girls, and when he made the Cowboy roster during camp, the girls had started their school year back home in Nebraska, so he only sees his family on the weekends during football season. That makes the Thanksgiving Day game this week really special. This and then when the kids are on Christmas break from school will be really the only time that they'll spend an extended time here 
actually be able to spend quality time with them outside of them flying in for the weekend in a game. And um, there's a lot more catching up and dadding that I that I get to do. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. It's fall. Pumpkin spice is everywhere and football is back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. The next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell brands of tires, including Toyo, and they have tires for your biggest trucks as well. Their air is always free, but if it keeps leaking, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and a 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185 across from 711. 254-848-8473. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Chelsea Wooten poured in 14 of her game-high 23 points in the fourth quarter to lead the MCC Highlanders to a 64-54 win over Odessa. The MCC Highlanders went to Dallas and beat Cedar Valley 94-70. According to the latest AP College basketball poll, three of the top seven teams reside in Texas. Houston is number two behind North Carolina. Texas number four behind Kansas, and Baylor is seventh behind Virginia and Gonzaga. Duke, Arkansas, and Creighton finish off the top ten. Four Big 12 teams are a part of this week's AP Women's Basketball Top 25. Iowa State comes in at number five. Texas at 19. Baylor 21. And Kansas State 25. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Seven thirty-five. This is game time here on a Tuesday morning. Welcome back into the program. This is a, uh, as we said, a Tuesday edition. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and let's talk. Some college football as we welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayaraja. Good morning, Shehan. Hey, let's begin by talking Big 12. What does 
What does the nation think of this conference, the, the media across the country? What do they think of the Big 12 top to bottom? You know, I think that people understand how deep this league is. You know, you look at a lot of analytic systems and nearly every single team, if not every single team, ranks sort of within maybe the top 60 out of 131 teams, which is pretty impressive. I mean, you know, you look at every other Power 5 conference, you know, there's at least three or four teams in every other conference that uh, that rank well below 70 or 80, you know, that sort of range. And so I, I think that people understand how deep this conference is, how balanced this conference is. Uh, and I think that people, you know, I think that the one thing that may be kind of is a little bit of a drawback is that, you know, you don't have after Kansas state and TCU, you know, maybe that third other team that's really in that top 25, top 20 discussion. That's probably the one thing that, that holds back perception just a little bit. And the funny thing about it is, you know, you look at the PAC 12 right now. um, You know, I, I think that one of the things that really helps them is that they have, that sort of underclass, you know, they have sort of those teams that are going to take up losses. So I, I think that people don't understand how much of a gauntlet uh, the, the big 12 is this year. And, um, you know, I think that people understand that going 11 and 0 and having a chance to go 12 and 0 through this difficult of a conference, is a pretty big deal for TCU. Can TCU survive a loss in the conference championship game? Uh, the conference championship game would be really tough because the thing is, you know, when you, when you look at the college football playoff uh, committee, one thing that they've been clear about from the start is that winning a conference championship is one of the ultimate tiebreakers uh, whenever you're looking at uh, whenever you're sort of picking teams. So, you know, look, if, if TCU wins, even if they had lost last week or even if they lose this week, which I mean, they're, they're playing Iowa state. So I don't expect, but if they were to go 12 and one and have a conference championship, you know, you're comparing them to other conference champions primarily. If they lose, then all of a sudden you're in a position where you're being compared to the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game, where you're being compared, uh, you know, to, to some of the other one-loss teams, where you're getting compared to, uh, you know, a conference champion USC, a conference champion Clemson who has only one loss. That, I think, makes things a little bit more difficult if they were to lose that game. Now, I think they would still have a path. I, I think that they would still receive a lot of consideration, but it goes from being a slam dunk to probably just a, a little bit more of a tenuous situation. Talk to us about USC. Uh, I, I had the chance to watch USC, a lot of USC and UCLA the other night. Uh, again, very impressed with their offense, not so much with their defense. Uh, where where do they fit in as, as far as you're concerned? You know, I think that the the thing that we have to think about with USC is that, you know, this is this is sort of the first version of what we're going to get from them. Um, you know, and, and especially from a defensive perspective, uh, it, it takes time. You know, they they have a very shallow roster, and so I think that I think that they're making sort of conscious decisions to play certain ways on the defensive side of the ball to make up for maybe some some depth and talent deficits. And, you know, one of the ways that we've obviously seen that is with, you know, I think that they're a really turnover hunting team. And, and so the big thing that I say that, that I'll say is that, you know, look, this isn't going to be the best version of what we see uh, of Lincoln Riley at USC, but at the same time, you know, this might still be a team that, that deserves a spot in the college football playoff. Uh, you know, the way that the schedule works out for them, 
I think really works out because the last three games of the year, obviously they just played against UCLA in one of the biggest games of the year. This upcoming week, they play Notre Dame, who's a top 20 team. And then they're going to most likely close out with Oregon, who's a top 10 team in uh, in the Pac-12 championship game. So if they run through those three games, I mean, those, those are really the three games that everybody's been waiting for all season long. And so, uh, so look, you know, they are a flawed team. They aren't awesome defensively, but offensively they they are just on another level right now and and you look at the talent that they have you look at the level that Caleb Williams is playing at right now uh, he he took over as the new Heisman front runner passing CJ Stroud after last week's game and I, I think that people understand look this is a flawed team but that doesn't mean that they're they aren't really 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 good at what they do offensively is Thanksgiving night the last night that Lane Kiffin coaches Ole Miss uh, you know I, I I think that there's a decent chance that's the case. I, I think that there's been a lot of smoke uh, sort of tying Lane Kiffin to Auburn. And, you know, it, look, the reality is, right, like I think that I, I think that we have to realize, like, Auburn is a job that can you can win a national championship. You can play a national championship games. It's happened over the past several years. Ole Miss hasn't really been at that point in a very long time. And so I, I think that there are upsides for Lane Kiffin to take that job. I think there is a gap between those programs. Um, you know, so I think that he's going to have to very strongly consider it. Now, at the same time, I don't think that Lane Kiffin himself has made a decision about what he's going to do after uh, after um, this game this upcoming week. But I do think that uh, that it's definitely a possibility that that's the last time that he coaches at Ole Miss. And it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, whether Auburn's able to kind of swing and, and close that deal. I was just looking on the uh, CBSSports.com website and – and there's an article about Navy, and they're going to wear uniforms, I believe, that to pay tribute to NASA. Uh, just a personal observation. Do you like those type uniforms, or would you like to see this uh, tradition-rich game have the traditional uniforms? You know, they they really bring out some cool uniforms for these games. They right? do. I mean, obviously, we've seen <laughs> they do. You know, we've seen, I think, a lot of cool tributes to, like, uh, you know, some of the old fighter jets that, mm-hmm. that we've seen over the years. Uh, you know, we, we've seen. And so for me, I, I like it. I think that it's a I, I think that it's just such a cool opportunity to obviously showcase the history of the military, uh, you know, the, the, and, and obviously NASA being something that sort of branched off uh, from the military a long time ago. And so, you know, I I think that I like it personally. I I think that, you know, Army has had a couple of jerseys over the years that are just so unbelievably cool. And, uh, you know, if it it sort of showcases history a little bit, I I think that, you know, the the stage of the game is is obviously just unlike any other in college football. And and the other thing that I will mention about these two programs is, you know, look, they, they obviously, uh, in our historic programs, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that they have these super iconic, super, you know, you have to see these, you know, sort of standard base jerseys for them. I think that, you know, they obviously have nice jerseys, but, but I, I think that I have no issue at all with them sort of trying out different things. And, and also it becomes a little bit of almost a, a competition between them to try to come up with the coolest idea for a jersey. Can Kansas knock off Kansas State and open the door for Texas? 
They can, but I don't know if they will. I mean, Kansas State is playing at such a, an unbelievable level right now. Um, you, you know, look, it hasn't mattered who's playing quarterback for them. They, they found ways to win defensively. They've been absolutely suffocating over the past couple of weeks. Obviously, Baylor fans will remember that from a couple of weeks ago. And, and so I, I just think that Kansas State is playing at too high of a level right now. Now, that said, uh, Jalen Daniels was back in the lineup this week for Kansas at quarterback, and and you know they they tend to be a different team whenever he's in the lineup. Though he didn't look fully healthy uh, in that game against Texas, of course. So I, I think that it's going to be a little bit of a, a tough showdown. But this is a rivalry game. This is the first time that Kansas has really had a roster that has even a chance to be competitive against Kansas State. So I, I wouldn't rule it out, but I do think that it's very likely that Kansas State uh, runs away with this game. For me, Shehan, it is can can Kansas State knock off TCU in, in Dallas at AT&T? Yeah, it's, it's a very good question. You know, people will remember, obviously, in that – TCU versus Kansas State game earlier this season that, uh, you know, the game kind of swung because both Kansas State quarterbacks got hurt. And you saw Jake Rubley, the third uh, third string quarterback, come into the game. So, you know, look, I I think it's going to be a good question. Uh, I think that, you know, for TCU, they're going to have a little bit more clarity, you'd imagine, over which quarterback they're actually going to be facing, whether it's Adrian Martinez or Will Howard. you know, but but I think it's going to be a really competitive game. I, I left that Kansas State versus TCU game earlier in the year feeling like, you know, Kansas State felt like a better team, but TCU obviously was just able to kind of take advantage of a couple of those injuries. Now, I, I think TCU right now is an even better team than they were back then. So it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be a really, really good competitive matchup, but it's definitely one that I think could be a difficult road for TCU, depending on what happens. Final thought for you, uh, Virginia and Virginia Tech have elected not to play. And look, that game doesn't affect anybody in in either league and and probably the right thing to do. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, just such a brutal situation. And and I was curious. You know, we we obviously didn't know even last week whether Virginia was going to cancel their game last week. But look, this is just obviously so much bigger than football, what's happening at the University of Virginia. Uh, And I mean, just – I, I can't imagine, obviously, what they're going through and and what this this team and this program and this university is having to deal with. So, no, I mean, football should be the last thing on anybody's minds, and I think that uh, you know everybody understands it. And, and by the way, you know, obviously Virginia probably wanted to cancel this game in the first place, but you know, cr- credit to Virginia Tech for kind of saying well, this we're good, you know, it's fine. And, and, you know, this is bigger than football. And and I think that, you know, you have to give a lot of credit to Virginia tech and, and the other schools in the state of Virginia, they've really kind of stood up and, and supported Virginia in a big way. So obviously that's what you'd hope that they do. Cause this is uh, so much bigger than football, but it's still nice to see regardless. What are you working on Shayhan for CBSports.com this week? Yeah, we got a, we're working on a couple pieces about the upcoming Michigan versus Ohio State game. Obviously, one of the biggest games of the year, if not in really a couple of years. Uh, so that should that should be a, a lot of fun. You know, I, I'm definitely looking at some of the big matchups that that maybe could come out, and uh, and maybe evaluating JJ McCarthy and seeing whether he can maybe do enough to uh, to lead Michigan to a victory. So check that out at CBSSports.com. Shahan, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Shahan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com, talking college football. We continue the college football conversation when we visit with Dave Aranda next on, CB- on ESPN Central Texas. 
Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears close the regular season with a day after Thanksgiving trip to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas. Big 12 football from Austin this Friday. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. IP Contract Services is family owned and operated. IP Contract Services has specialized in repurposing and restoring homes of all ages and size. IP Contract Services calls Crawford, Texas home. IP is dedicated to its community and a leader in the roofing and construction industry with success for over 25 years. Let 5P Contract Services plan, price, and produce any new or repurposed vision you dream of. Tackle all projects with 5P. Goodwill through good work. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas, locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg and MLS number 746. 474 with 20 years experience visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us ESPN Radio Sports Center I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35 on it with Case Construction Equipment whatever the job is Chelsea Wooten poured in 14 of her game-high 23 points in the fourth quarter to lead the MCC Highlanders to a 64-54 win over Odessa. The MCC Highlanders went to Dallas and beat Cedar Valley 94-70. According to the latest AP College basketball poll, three of the top seven teams reside in Texas. Houston is number two behind North Carolina. Texas number four behind Kansas, and Baylor is seventh behind Virginia and Gonzaga. Duke, Arkansas, and Creighton finish off the top ten. Four Big 12 teams are a part of this week's AP Women's Basketball Top 25. Iowa State comes in at number five, Texas at 19, Baylor 21, and Kansas State 25. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. Tuesday morning edition of Game Time, and we visit now with Bears head coach Dave Aranda. Coach, uh, go back and, and look back on, on Saturday. I know it was a difficult loss for your football team, and but talk about the effort and, and the intensity in which your football team played and the difference between maybe the Kansas State and, and the TCU game. 
Yeah, we talked about that just today, um, just that very specific thing. I think it comes down to, you know, it takes what it takes. And and I thought in, in this game, and I would probably say maybe the Texas Tech game would be another one, and um, maybe the Albany game, the very first game of the year, there was just the level of speeds, the effort, just all of it was just on another level. And I think outside of the first one, I think we're coming out of camp and, hey, we finally get to play somebody else. But I think the other two were, hey, there's some intrinsic or extrinsic motivation here. There's, you know, something that's kind of forcing me to prove or forcing me to kind of show you and all this other stuff. And I, and I think, you know, as, 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 as real as that is, and I know that's out there for sure, we want to be coming just from the inside out. I think the outside in stuff, you can chase it and a lot of times you don't ever, you know, you don't control it, you know, and you can't, you can have all these things kind of in your head to get you to, to do whatever you want to do, maybe harder or, or better in the moment, but you're, you're, um, you're not really, not really coming to grips with, um, your own motivation and your own growth. And so I think those are things that we're still kind of striving to get better at. I thought last year we did it really well. I think this year hasn't been as good. It, it was clear how invested your football team was in Saturday's game. As the leader of this program, how do you turn the page and move to Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about um, you know that it's it's okay to feel the hurt, and you and you know typically there's a 48 hour rule. On uh, this one, it was a 24 hour hour rule, and so you feel um, really bad about it, and then you. I think some of it for players is to talk about it. It's like what you feel, let's talk it out. And I think that helps kind of get it get it out there and get it off, feel lighter. And then I think it's – so I think it's that, number one. And then uh, two is reconnecting with your why, reconnecting with your purpose, reconnecting with your teammates, and then, um, you know, rising up collectively and fighting again. And so, um, you know, that's our charge. Uh, this week. You've talked about do your 111th. Did you see that on Saturday for the most part that your your football team played within themselves, so to speak, and, and everybody did their individual jobs? It was improved. It was it was definitely improved. And then, you know, there's been times before where we start really fast with the execution part of it, and then something bad happens, and, um, you know, a negative play happens, and that negative play lingers, and affects other plays and now all of a sudden the, that 111th is chipped away at and you don't you don't have uh, the execution level that you want and I thought that in this particular game was really good uh, I thought there's times where I could catch guys after a bad play and their heads down and I make eye contact with them and their eyes come straight up because not a word was said but they knew from all the talks we've had before and so um, um, that, I mean, there's a lot of good lessons there, you know, and I think the, you know, we're one step closer to what we need to be to get ourselves a really big win. 
we talk about the veterans on this football team, but there's also a lot of youth mm-hmm. playing in, in key roles as you prepare for this, this last game of the regular season. Talk about the development of this football team, where you were in August to where you are here going into uh, this, this, this game on, on Friday. I think it's a closer team. I think it's a team that um, I think probably at the beginning of the year uh, didn't know what they didn't know. And I think, you know, coming to find out um, kind of truth is hard. Um, you know, it's kind of hard facts and, and it might have been spoken to us in a hard manner, which sometimes that's what it takes to kind of hear the truth. I think, you know, um, I think too many times we all um, try to try to avoid it. And so I think taking in that truth and turning around and um, you know, getting better from it, I think, has really been this team. And so I think our continued growth to close this season out with a real collective, you know, offense, defense, special teams playing a complementary style game would be a great thing to see. I think we're all aiming to do that. What do you want to see from your football team as you head into the bowl game and as you, as you head into offseason? What do you want to see from this football team? Continue growth in that space I think the to not ride the wave of the ups and downs to not be looking for to or to the outside for validation um, but to, for that validation to come from you know the belonging and the inside out of our team and then I think the continued emphasis on having an intentional practice I think especially at the end of the year you can get into where it's such a, you know, um, it's such a uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and every day kind of rolls into the next, and every week was like the week before, and so to really put a pause to that and go, hey, this is where I'm at today. This is what I I need to get better at. This is exactly how I'm going to do it, right? I think that type of focus, focus is really, you know, knowing what things you're not going to pay attention to, and then honing in on the things that you are. those things have a better chance at traveling and assisting you in the game. And so our aim is that for sure. Blake Shapin uh, makes makes his first, this was his first year to move into that starting role. What have you seen from Blake this year as he's developed through the course of these uh, first 11 games going into the 12th game on Friday, both on the field and off the field, maybe in the leadership role and and in the X's and O's? Yeah, I think it's hard. I think the, I know it's hard. I think the sh- that you know the um, the Big Twelve Championship and just all those completions in a row and all of it is it's really almost an unfair standard to hold him to. And then and then even for him to kind of think that that's kind of him, you know, it just doesn't happen um, all the time. And so I think I think that one. And I think two, um, you know, to be in the driver's seat of the team and for all the praise and criticism that comes. I think that has been an awakening 
thing for him as well. I think he, you know, he knew of it. It's way different when you're going through it. And I think his ability to handle all of that has been really good. And I'm thankful for his, um, uh, you know, as candid as he is when we talk about those things. But then I think third, just through the year, just there's been just continued improvement in little things, whatever we focus on, he focuses on. And then you see it the next week and he gets better at it. And, you know, um, you know, he's on his way and his, no one can really care more than him. And so he's putting everything he can into this thing. And I'm excited to see him on Friday. I know he's going to play a great game. Players and coaches alike like normalcy. And this week is anything but with Thanksgiving and a game on Friday. How has that changed how you go through your week of work in preparation for a road trip? Well, I think, you know, we practice in the morning here uh, this week. And so I think that helps with just the um, the start of the game on, on Friday. And then, you know, I think, you know, there's no school. There's no school this week for us. And so, you know, to get us up, get us moving and um, and all of it. And for the, for the guys to be around the team early in the morning with maybe a lift and a walkthrough and practice and all of it, I think, are, are beneficial to kind of keep the team moving forward um, and try to improve like we talked about earlier and then I think you know uh, to have a Thanksgiving with the team and then to have a, um, a late Thanksgiving on Friday afternoon with the family is not a bad thing we um, we've all season long talked about RB1 who's RB1 well RB1 wasn't an RB1 I mean you had a rotation of running backs and it's worked just fine I mean it has been very very productive and, and there's nothing wrong with that if you're getting the productivity right yeah I th- you know I give credit to uh, Juice, you know, um, Justin Johnson, a running back coach, he's really, really, um, you know, there's one thing, there's there's coaches that know, it's one thing to be a coach that knows just the technical aspects of a position or the, you know, the schemes of a sport. It's another, it's another coach that knows, you know, the inner workings and the many faces of people, you know, and so to have a guy that, that really has got to handle on both of those things the person and the player I think is special and he's one of them and he's really been able to bring that group together and uh, you know they're playing for their coach they're playing for each other and I think when you have that good things happen talk a little bit about your opponent on Friday Texas maybe begin on the offensive side of the ball with yours at quarterback and and B. John Robinson at the running back they've got some they've got some playmakers yeah I think the quarterback is when he's on he's as good as there is I think you know has a really strong arm uh, can throw guys open uh, can make plays with his feet I think the skill on the outside um, you know they're fast there's tight end that is a mismatched guy running back is uh, we've seen a lot of good ones. I think he's the best one. Um, is patient, physical, fast, uh, elusive, and so um, you know you watch the different games and and you see different. You see one game. It's here's the here's a, a physical back. Next game here's a speed back. Next game here's a patient, slippery back, and he's got all of it. And so it, it makes it a challenge to play. Then you know defensively, just really big front push 
they pushed the line of scrimmage. They got length at the linebacker spot, and so those those quick intermediate throws are difficult because the range is kind of compressed there. And then you know they they mix up in their coverages. Um, so there are a lot of quarters, some man. I'm sure that we're going to get a lot of press coverage. We've got that the last couple of weeks, and so we'll be tested on both sides of it. Coach, thanks for your time. Appreciate you. Thank you. And today, Miranda and Game Time will continue on ESPN Central Texas in just a moment. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Big 12 honors for Baylor guard L.J. Cryer, plus Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears move past TCU. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Allen Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. The Bears closed the regular season this Friday in Austin against Texas on ESPN Central Texas. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Congratulations to Baylor junior guard L.J. Cryer, named yesterday the Big 12 Conference Player of the Week. He averaged 23.5 points in the Bears' two games in Las Vegas, including a career-high 28 in the win over UCLA on Sunday. The Bears back in action tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. matinee in the Farrell Center against McNeese State. Meanwhile, Baylor football continues practice for their Friday regular season finale in Austin against Texas. Head coach Dave Aranda asked at his press conference, is it tough to move past this TCU loss from last Saturday? We spent um, quite a bit of time, you know, yesterday. So we come back yesterday and that was really kind of a Sunday slash Monday for us. And, um, you know, it was very much on their faces. There is couple guys still emotional in it in the meeting from uh the game you know and um you know we talked about the you know the there's a um there's a there's a scottish warrior he says something like i'm gonna lay down here and bleed a while and then i'll rise and fight again and i think that's totally it you know and i think the the ability to really uh collectively kind of rise and fight is what it's all about and so that's all we're talking about the energy today was really good 
And I think we continue to build on that. And uh, I think the more film we show them, uh, Texas kind of speaks for itself and just the the uh, opportunity that's presented uh, there Friday morning and just the whole of it, I think, um, you know, we'll, um, I know I'm really looking forward to it. I feel the team will be too. Dave Aranda and the Bears taking on Texas in Austin on Friday, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff Friday here on ESPN Central Texas Television Friday on ESPN. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. The Backyard Bar Stage and Grill at 511 South 8th in Waco is proud to support the Mart Panthers on their playoff run in 2022. The Backyard has a great selection of food specials, including buy one appetizers, get one half off on Mondays. Tuesdays, it's $5 nachos or small shed. Wednesdays, get half off barbecue sandwiches. And Thursdays, all you can eat ribs for just $30. On Fridays, until 6 p.m., all you can eat fish for only $15. The Backyard is your home for great entertainment. Check out BackyardWaco.com. That's the Backyard Bar Stage and Grill, 511. 11 South 8th and Waco, open seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. Eight oh seven. Welcome back into the program. Hour two of the, of the show. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we welcome into the program from Blog and the Boys in ESPN San Antonio, RJ Show. RJ, uh, we all saw the uh, the Cowboys taking Minnesota to the woodshed, didn't we? You know, um, the, the odds makers did. Dallas was favored, and a lot of people wondered why. Although, um, if you took that, you know, even if you got it at two points, I don't think you were sweating all too much. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty incredible. I mean, largest road win in terms of margin of victory in Dallas Cowboys franchise history. They don't make up any nicer than that. What changed for this Cowboys team in seven days? You know, I, um, I, I, I would say everything and nothing. Um, cause that's, that's my style and the, the everything I would say, or rather than nothing, I think I should start with this. This, this team had a 14 point lead in the fourth quarter against green Bay and, and, and they blew it and they, and they deserve a lot of criticism for that. And, and there's some, some warranted, you know, freak out that comes when something like that happens. But I think, you know, I think we let the emotional elements of, of it being green Bay and Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and, and our old wounds getting picked at and, and having salt just, you know, baked on top of them. I think we let that kind of distract us from the fact that they had a 14 point lead and, Inversely, you know, Minnesota did trail by 17 points against Buffalo, and, and they came back and deserve all credit in the world for that. But, um, you know, to, to come back from 17 points, then you have to fall down. And so that's the, the nothing that I think changed. But I do think that, that that particular loss to that particular team in that particular building pissed these dudes off. I, I mean, I, I think it, it woke them up. And, you know, the, the negative Nancy's will say, well, why they need to be woken up? It, it's a long season. It's a battle of attrition. I, I think it, it snapped their focus a little bit or snapped them into focus and made them realize that, you know, look, we dropped this Green Bay game and, 
And yeah, a lot of historians, you know, are hurt by this, but, but that Green Bay team means nothing to us. This Minnesota team, we go beat them and, and we, you know, don't quite control our own destiny, but, but a lot of other chips could fall in our direction. Back in the summer, we were wondering about the kicking game and where it was headed. Well, it's, it's, in, pretty good, it's in pretty good shape right now, isn't it? Man, I, um, I've eaten a lot of crow uh, when it comes to Brett Maher, and I'll, I'll take all my servings because they're deserved. Um, and, and not to talk out of both sides of my mouth, but he was terrible. I mean, he, he, he had a terrible you know, season with the Cowboys three years ago, and um, it really just felt like grasping at straws for Dallas to bring him in. Uh, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant to, you know, applaud the Cowboys here because they went down several paths before accidentally stumbling into Brett Maher. Uh, but he deserves all the credit in the world, the way he's remade himself, um, you know, how he's worked on his game. I mean, it has been tremendous. The fact that he had to kick that, you know, that end of first half field goal twice was, was ridiculous. Um, he is, quite frankly, one of the best and most clutch kickers in the NFL. I did not envision that being the case at Thanksgiving week. Where is Micah Parsons' health right now? I think he's, you know, where every NFL player is. It's, you know, these dudes have been playing, you know, high contact, you know, professional football for almost three months at this point, and a little bit longer if you include training camp in that mix. And so, you know, people like to say, well, I'm not quite 100%, whatever. You are never going to be 100% at this point. Everybody's dealing with something. Everybody's got something going on. It's, it's also, you know, the time of year where, you know, little sniffles and colds and, and hopefully nothing more serious than that are, are floating around. So I think Micah is, is as healthy as you could ask someone to be. Uh, but, but if you put forth the dominant effort that he did, I mean, it's going to have a natural wear and tear on the body. For years, the Cowboys have been uh, dominant on Thanksgiving Day at, at home. And over the last several years, not so much. Is that because the league has expanded how they schedule games and, and teams are playing on different days throughout the course of the year? Yeah, you know, they've won three of their last ten. I'm I'm getting ready to tweet that and I'm you know, I'm sure that people will enjoy it. Um it's <laughs> I, you know, for the longest time to your point, Dallas, you know, this was and, and Detroit obviously playing a few hours before, the only Thursday games. And so um, you know, if, if you weren't used to it, it kind of did throw you a little bit off, you know, your rhythm. Uh, but now everybody plays at least one Thursday game every single year. And, and sometimes they happen earlier, but so team, teams are well adjusted to, to having to, you know, squeeze their schedule into a, a shorter amount of time. Um, beyond that, I mean, you know, I don't put a ton of stock into this. Um, however, um, I mean, it's Thanksgiving, it's the Cowboys. It is the highest rated game of the year. That is not the Super Bowl, And so, it is a big stage, and the last few years, at least, the Cowboys have played these these teams that have kind of been, you know, on the rise. A year ago, it was the Raiders. Uh, three years ago, it was the Buffalo Bills, as they were kind of finding themselves. And so, I do think that a lot of teams view it as a window uh, to really show the world who they are uh, because of the stage that it offers. So, I think it's a combination of weird factors. Plus, it's hard. It's hard to win in the NFL. Plus, they're also the Cowboys, and they will find a way to ruin our holidays. RJ, is Odell Beckham coming to Dallas, or is this another opportunity for the Cowboys to continue to be a talking point everywhere? You know, I understand um, the final part of your question because that's kind of been the way some things have gone. Uh, but generally, when the Cowboys are used as, as leverage in contract negotiations, that's a one-way thing. Uh, you know, Von Miller was connected to the Cowboys, you know, in the offseason, and, and sure, Cowboys brass said so they were interested, but, you know, they didn't really, you know, take a huge step forward in, in terms of public um, confirmation there. Same thing happened with the Darius Smith, you know, NFL insiders report, you know, that the Cowboys are interested, but, but they were kind of quiet on that front. This has been very different. I mean, they 
they might as well have a neon sign, you know, on a chain around their necks that says, we want Odell Beckham Jr. I, I cannot believe, you know, how, you know, matter of fact, the Cowboys have been, and not just their players, their coaches, I mean, their front office. I mean, everybody is putting all their cards on the table. I do think it is awfully coincidental um, that the Sunday before the Cowboys and Giants meet on, again, what will be the highest rated game of the year outside of the Super Bowl, that Odell would suddenly, you know, have these two teams as his two finalists. Um, these two teams that both happen to be in massive media markets throughout the country, obviously New York's the biggest one, um, you know, and his former team. It just, it, it feels like, and this is just my, my personal assessment of this, it feels like Odell, his people, the Cowboys, are very comfortable leaning into the, the story of it all, the, the wildness of it all. Because why, why would he have to meet with them after Thanksgiving? Why? Why does it have to be after? Why couldn't it be today? Why couldn't it have been yesterday or tomorrow? I mean, it, it has nothing to do with Mike McCarthy and his preparations for the week. So why, why would that have to happen after the highest rated game of the year that involves these two specific teams? I think they're just, you know, they're getting everything they can um, off this big piece of meat. They want to get, you know, as much, uh, as much meat off the bone as possible. Are you a, are you a believer in the New York Giants? Is, is this a uh, – what are your thoughts on the Giants? I hate that you have to kind of be all or nothing, right? Like either, you know, you think they're legit or you think they're frauds. Um, and and I, you know, I'm probably somewhere in between. Um, I, I certainly think that you can point to, to benefits, you know, how, how they benefited from, from, you know, for lack of a better word, luck. Um, you know, they, you know, entering last week, they were like the 27th defense in the NFL on first and second down. And then on third down, they morphed into like the third best defense in the NFL and, and similar things, you know, between the twenties, you know, they were a really pedestrian group, but all of a sudden in the red zone, they just kind of turned into, you know, the 85 bears. And so um, those things are weird and those things are not sustainable. Um, and I think that those, you know, things ultimately kind of regressed to the mean. And I think we saw that just a little bit last week, um, you know, you, you factor in that they're dealing with all sorts of injuries and, and that, you know, certainly takes its toll. Um, I think they're a playoff team. I know that that isn't indicative of a lot, um, but but I do think the Cowboys should should have their way with them in all likelihood on Thursday afternoon. RJ, can this defense carry this team to an NFC championship for the first time in ever? You know, I don't think any defense can carry any team. I know that this has been um, a year where, where offense has been down, um, but you've got to be able to score. And, 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 and it, it certainly, it, you know, it's a rising tide that lifts all boats. I mean, you look at, Everybody, you know, asks what's going to happen. Dalvin Cook, the run game. How are you going to stop him? Whatever. We're going to put up 20 points and, and take away the run, right? Like, I mean, life becomes so much easier when you can score. And and you, you know, I mentioned probability regression. You lower your probability of winning if you're unable to to kind of carry your weight offensively. It's possible, but I I, don't, I just don't think that you know you can do that in the NFL. We've seen some teams kind of squeak through. Uh, you know, the 2015 Broncos, certainly not a great offensive team in terms of recent history, but you've, you've got to be able to, to go at some point, go shot for shot with somebody. Um, and if the Cowboys can't do that, you know, I do think they have a little bit of a ceiling on them. Final thought for you. The uh, Cowboys have won 10 of their last 11 against the New York Giants on Thursday. Is it 11 of 12? I don't see how it isn't. Um, you know, Dak Prescott owns this team to that point. Um, you know, they beat this team without Dak Prescott earlier in the week on the road. Um, I mean, they're at home. It's a short week. They have all the advantages in the world. Uh, they've got, you know, blood in the water. They're the Sharks. I mean, everything is pointing in their direction. And I do think that they're insanely focused. If they win this game, and, you know, you can, you can argue the, the values of every sort of win in the NFL, but 
If they win this game, I mean, everything they want is, is squarely in front of them. All they need at this point, and, and this obviously is still true before Thursday, is one Eagles loss before they play them or after, and one Vikings loss, and they control their own destiny, not just towards the NFC East, but towards the number one seat in the conference. And, and you know, getting this win on Thursday goes a long way in that regard. You get a week and a half to kick, you know, kick back, kick your feet up and relax. And then you get, you know, the fraud Indianapolis Colts coming to town next Sunday night. So um, it's big, and I, I trust them to get it done. What are you, uh, what are you working on uh, for blogging the boys right now? Well, we're working off of no sleep. That's what happens uh, these <laughs> short weeks. Uh, but we are very used to them, um, and so we've we've kind of wrapped up uh, the domination of the Minnesota Vikings and just getting ready. I mean, it's a fun time, and we, we always kind of tell the story of how the Cowboys wanted to play on Thanksgiving, and so just just kind of enjoying it. It's, it's a great time of year. Uh, my son's first birthday is Thanksgiving Day, and so it's a really fun time in my household. Uh, so we're just kind of leaning into the good vibes, and, and we're really grateful at Blogging the Boys for our friendship with you guys, and I wish you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, hang on a second. So you're telling me turkey and dressing and ice cream and, and cake? You know, um, I really don't care about the ice cream and cake because if it isn't obvious, he was born the night before Thanksgiving last year. And uh, so while mom, you know, granted it was hospital food, but she did get some turkey. You know, she, she did her work, so she earned it certainly. But I, um, I, uh, I had Burger King for Thanksgiving last year. Uh, I, 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 have a, I, I have two years worth of, uh, of damage to do uh, on Thursday afternoon. I'm, I'm very much going to make up for lost time. I got you. Have a great one. Uh, and happy Thanksgiving and and uh and happy birthday as well, right? Yeah. Good stuff. Hey RJ, guys. thanks. See you later. I boy, he, that would be the that would that would be the home run of all home runs if you get turkey and dressing plus birthday cake and ice cream. How can you go wrong? I mean, that is that that would be just, you know, I think I'm going to just change Somebody's birthday at our house to, to Thanksgiving. Congratulations. Here's a, here's a gift card, and it's now your birthday because we want birthday cake and ice cream with well, turkey and dressing. too many other good desserts. Yeah, but those are for later in the week. You just keep, oh. you know, when you're but eating then, the leftovers. Then you don't get the birthday cake and ice cream later on. What if their birthday was like next week? Then you could have the Thanksgiving well, desserts that, and then well, that's a good point. have the birthday next week. Yeah. So you double point. up that way. But he, the RJ's deal is it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, and he, so, he's going all in on the turkey and dressing because yeah. he's missed out a couple And I'm going to tell you, though, when he said Burger King, that's not a bad go. I mean, that is. It uh, is, too. For Thanksgiving? Yes. No, it's good. No. Stop it. Ryan just said they're having T-bones or ribeyes or well, something. That, that's. That's okay if that's right. what they want to do, right. but not right. Burger King. Golly. No offense to Burger King, but not Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving night. I know a lot of people like leftovers, but aren't you about turkeyed out for a little no. while and you want to go get like a burger or something? Bring me some more dressing. Burger King, Whataburger? Mm-mm. I'll eat it three days. Really? Yeah. <sighs> All right. 820, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women off to Fort Myers, Florida and the Gulf Coast Showcase beginning on Friday against St. Louis. 9.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 10 a.m. tip-off Friday. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. In the 
five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. Day 24, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up in a few minutes, we will uh, visit with uh, Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the Crawford Pirates. We'll do that. Did you uh, – you what? I'm just waiting. I never know what's going to come out of your mouth. Why? I mean, <laughs> I haven't even had a chance to say good morning, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, good morning, Tom. Uh, Ryan Ward. So you're having steak on Thanksgiving as well? Yes, Ryan and I are having steak. I don't know what y'all are having at your house, but me and my boo, we're either going to have ribeye or T-bones. <laughs> there you go. Cause just... num- so you remember my neighbor's cow that went to go bye-bye? Uh, yeah. It's Thanksgiving now dinner. in our freezer. We call him number 37. So every time I go to eat beef, I'm like, oh, poor 37. <laughs> <laughs> and then as it fries, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Anyways. All right, so... That just brings me to a question. Is anybody else having a non-traditional Thanksgiving? I'd imagine. So I bet some do barbecue. Yeah, I imagine there's quite a few of those out there. Yeah, I just don't really care for turkey. Makes you sleepy. 
What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, my saying, sleep when you're dead. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> anyways, what's wrong with you? I don't know. It's it's almost holiday. I'm excited. But but you're not even having you're, a holiday. You're not having I am. a holiday. I'm just doing it with number 37. It's not a holiday. That's it's a holiday. That's just it's another football, day. Fire. Just food. another day. This happens to be a cookout. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do that on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Any Saturday. I mean, what do you got Grilla for steak. us? Well, this is for Ward since he did not participate yesterday in Stephanie's sports talk. Dog sledding. All right. It is so popular. <laughs> hey, U.S. tied yesterday. By the way. That's not good. Uh, it's not good, but at least we didn't lose. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. Anyways, dog sledding, very popular in Alaska, as you can imagine. Really? Do you think they'll beat Iran? I don't know. Who cares? How about England? Will they beat England? Maybe not. England should be pretty good. Very good, Stephanie. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, anyways. How much will they beat Iran by? Maybe two. That's not good enough, is it? I don't know. I mean, I don't think Wales will go out and beat them five Five to nothing, so who knows? I mean... Wells tied us one to one. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Anyways, back to dog sledding. sledding. Very popular in Alaska, Canada, Russia, other cold European countries. Get this. They have different races. They have a sprint race, long distance race. Their sprint races are 100 miles. Not 100 miles or more, 100 miles. (laughs) 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 Mid-distance... Is 100 to 300 miles, and long distance is 1,000 miles. That 1,000-mile trip is like six dogs to 10 dogs, and it takes 10 to 20 days to Is that complete. the Iditarod? 10 to 20 days, that's it? I'm going to say 10. Like, you run, run, run with your sled and dogs, and you stop. That, I mean, for 1,000 miles and dogs pulling a sled, that that's pretty quick. I know, but that's get those. Moving. Here's here's the thing. In 1932, mm-hmm. sled dog racing was a demonstration port in the Winter Olympics. What's it really? Mm-hmm. They did it for one more year, and then they didn't do it anymore. How uh, long is the Iditarod? Really? I don't know what that means. I don't know what Iditarod is. Isn't that isn't that the name of the the big race in Alaska? It's mm-hmm. called the Yukon Quest. Well, they have one called the Yukon Quest. They say is the biggest and largest, and um, it goes from Fairbanks, Alaska. To the Yukon. I don't know where the Yukon is. I guess it's... Cornelius. Uh, Yukon Cornelius. It's you up know, north. You know who he is? Yeah. He's the... Was he a pirate? No. no. <laughs> was he a dog? No. no. I'm so... Who was he? He was the guy in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh. The Iditarod is a long-distance tra- trail sled dog race. It spans 938 miles from Anchorage to Nome, Alaska. There you go. How long does it take to do it? 938 miles. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, long time. Long time. Hey, but in uh, February 24th through March 20, or March 5th of 2023 is the Anchorage for a Rendezvous where they do dog sledding. I think we should take a road trip. Well, we don't have to go there. Uh, why? Because you can go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming and Ooh. stay in a luxury dog sledding hotel tour. Oh, let's do that. I'm Or you can go there. to Wintergreen Dog Sled Lodge. Dodge, uh, dog sledding vacation trip. Fine. Now, here's the most interesting. It's in Colorado. I'd like to go. The most interesting fact is this. The dogs learn how to pee or poop 
why they're racing if they have to go. <laughs> you don't pull over so one dog can go. You keep going and the dog will just get out of the pack, do its business, and come back in. That takes a lot of talent. Think about it. <laughs> I kind of like that concept. <laughs> that takes a lot, a lot of talent. talent. Think about well, it. Isn't that the worst thing in the world to be traveling and have to stop at a roadside park or yeah. road, I mean roadside park rather? Yes. I mean, you do not want to road trip with me. I got to stop every 30 no, minutes. No, I, no. <laughs> no. No. Anyways, um, but in February 24th also starts the 10-day festival. It's an 81-year tradition in Anchorage for the Alaskan sled dog race. And they actually have Alaskan Sled Dog and Racing Association. Well, there you go. All right. Steph, thanks. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good day. Have you ever been to Alaska? I have. I have. I like it. It's very pretty. Was it during the dog race? No. No? No. It's very cold. Oh, it was cold? It's it's cold in the summer, too. They have snow. They have lots and lots of snow and mooses. And mooses. Mooses. Yes. They have mooses. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. Y'all Bears in the wild. Who bear? <laughs> y'all have a great day. All right. Thanks. Thanks, as always. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. All right. It is, uh, what, 830 coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk some Crawford Pirates football, and we're going to do it with Coach Jacobs. We'll do that for you in just a couple of minutes. do want to remind you that, uh, hey, uh, Black Friday's coming up, and it is a holiday tradition. We all know that. At Morrison's Gifts. They want you to know that you can do Black Friday anytime. They they've got uh, some great they got some great deals going on starting right now. Uh, they got a Black Friday deal going on right now, right this very minute. Great pricing on select items uh, weekly throughout uh, throughout Christmas. Uh, brands like John Hart, Consuela, Times Candles at Morrison's Gifts. You're going to find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, and of course Christmas decor items. And uh, let them you know here's what they could do for you. Maybe you got a gift that you need to uh, ship to somebody out of town, maybe even out of state or whatever the case may be, or maybe even 100 miles or more. Uh, you can, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, you can do that with, with Morrison's Gifts. They can build a, a gift basket for you, and then they can do the wrapping for it, and then they can, uh, they can ship it for you and deliver it for you and all that stuff. That's what they do for you. That's the kind of service you get with Morrison's Gifts. They're at the corner of Valley Mills at Waco Drive. They're right next to Jason's Deli. Check them out. I mean, you're going to love doing business with them, especially for guys that, uh, like me, that you struggle. What do I buy? What do I buy? Well, they can help. Uh, and they got folks there that will help you and, you know, relieve that stress of buying that Christmas gift for the person that you got to buy for but has everything. They'll help you find something that is unique, interesting, and a lot of fun. So check it out. Morrison's Gifts. Recently on the John Moore Show. That is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the Oklahoma Sooners football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When J-Mo saw that it was on ESPN Plus, he got very excited because that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more listening. <laughs> You're exactly <laughs> right. That's right. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, Skytrack, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The Mustang, Explorer, Expedition F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Chelsea Wooten poured in 14 of her game-high 23 points in the fourth quarter to lead the MCC Highlanders to a 64-54 win over Odessa. The MCC Highlanders went to Dallas and beat Cedar Valley 94-70. According to the latest AP College basketball poll, three of the top seven teams reside in Texas. Houston is number two behind North Carolina. Texas number four behind Kansas, and Baylor is seventh behind Virginia and Gonzaga. Duke, Arkansas, and Creighton finish off the top ten. Four Big 12 teams are a part of this week's AP Women's Basketball Top 25. Iowa State comes in at number 5, Texas at 19, Baylor 21, and Kansas State 25. Four TD passes by Jimmy Garofalo highlighted a 38-10 win for the 49ers over the Cardinals in the Monday night football game played in Mexico City. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. It's 8.37. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a uh, a Tuesday morning. Don't forget Crawford Pirates football coming up on uh, on Friday evening against Riesel. We'll have that game on our sister station, Shooter 92.9. And we welcome in the head coach of the Crawford Pirates, Coach Greg Jacobs. Coach, good morning. Appreciate your time. This may be a, a silly question, but here goes. Are you playing your best football right now? Oh, I wouldn't like. To, I would like to think we're not. Uh, we try to work at getting better each and every week. So you know, I think we're still in that process of trying to improve each week. Coach, how important is it for your offense and defense to play off each other? Yeah, it's very important. I think uh, they do a good job of uh, you know backing each other up. I think uh, when we have a lull on one side, the other side seems to pick us up, and uh, they really work well together. Talk a little bit about the Coleman game. Obviously, uh, a game in which your football team w- was was clicking. Uh, what did you see in that game with your team winning thirty four to thirteen? Well, going into that ball game, we knew it was going to be a fierce ball game. Uh, they were very, very talented, very competitive, very aggressive, and so we knew we had to have our best foot forward going into that ball game. Uh, offensively, we really executed well in the first half. Uh, very pleased on our execution, and we were able to hit some big plays there that made a big difference. And then after the first possession defensively, uh, we really bowed our neck and gave up minimum yardage through the rest of the game except for a late uh, touchdown right before the game ended. So, you know, I think we uh, we really showed uh, some backbone during the course of that physical ball game. Uh, our mental toughness, we went down early after their first possession but we were able to climb back into it and, uh, you know, really took advantage of the opportunities we were given. Coach, when you circle around and play a team you've played previously when you get into the playoffs, how important is it that you tweak things a little bit but also are able to be yourself? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Uh, you know, we're in the process of trying to, to improve in every aspect and, uh, you know, looking at the previous ball game and how we uh, – how effective we were on both sides of the ball, you know, uh, obviously we would like to be able to to accomplish the same goal, but we know that Riesel in this case is, is a much improved ball club. So there's little things, little wrinkles that we're having to look at that maybe we can improve or strengthen ourselves uh, that they, we feel like they might take advantage of. What is your message to your football team uh, when, when it comes to, to a rematch like this? Well, I think, uh, you know, you have to encourage that these guys 
uh, stay focused on the job at hand. Uh, uh, what we've done in the past doesn't mean anything. Uh, it's what we do right now. So uh, we try to focus on uh, what they've produced, uh, and I'm talking about Reese, what they produced in the previous, in the past few weeks in the playoffs, how much they've improved compared uh, their play earlier in the year to how they're playing now, and there's obvious improvement. Uh, so I think that kind of refocuses our, our players to uh, get mentally prepared for this game. Coach, special teams are always heightened when you get into the playoffs. Is it important that you're able to take advantage of that, not only flip the field when you need to, but eliminate explosive plays from Riesel? Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's big. You know, we, we focus a lot on our special teams, and we've been real fortunate to do a, a fairly good job this year uh, with our special teams play. Uh, but, uh, yeah, special teams really comes into play during the playoffs. Uh, they can make or break you. And so uh, we really focus hard on that uh, and make sure that we're solid on both sides of the ball uh, when it comes to special teams. Visiting with Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the uh, Crawford Pirates. Coach, how does this week affect your, your, your football team and your preparation for the, for the game with, with school out, with the holiday mixed in, and, and, and all, those, all those moving parts that go with it? Well, I mentioned to him Saturday when we met, I said, uh, and this is, you know, over a number of years that I've been coaching, uh, this week uh, is uh, there's more upsets that occur during the week of Thanksgiving than any other uh, week. And a lot of it is because they don't prepare uh, mentally. Uh, they don't prioritize their time. They lose their focus due to the holidays. So uh, I, got, I think that got their attention real quick. So we've been really – spending a lot of time focusing on the job at hand, and and um, hopefully that will come to fruition and we'll uh, be ready to play Friday night. How will you How will you handle Thursday itself? Uh, we'll have a meeting early in the morning, a little walkthrough, uh, a little team meeting. It'll last maybe an hour, and uh, then we turn them loose. Tell them not to eat too much. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Our linemen didn't like to hear that. But, uh, <laughs> Oh man, this this is gonna be fun. Uh, two Central Texas teams circling back around. We it, it, it's just it's just great for Central Texas high school football. We appreciate your time this morning. Best of luck on Friday, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Have a great day, Coach. That is a uh, that is uh, Coach Greg Jakes, Jacobs of the Crawford Pirates. And, and, and look, anything can happen. The, the game starts zero to zero, but uh, right now we've got two or three teams in this area that are really playing terrific football. Crawford mm. being one of them, Mark yep. being the other, West being the other. I mean, we got some teams. In Central, yeah, Riesel. Uh, we got some teams that are rolling right now, and, and that makes it fun if you're a Central Texas high school football fan like we are. All right, uh, 843, we're 17 away from 9. This is game time. It is presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. I was just looking at our CNC Collision Center text line. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I tell you what we'll do. We'll step aside, we'll come back, and, and we'll talk about it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from head track and field coach Michael Ford and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, Wednesdays at 7 this fall 
here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Chelsea Wooten poured in 14 of her game high 23 points in the fourth quarter to lead the MCC Highlanders to a 64 54 win over Odessa. The MCC Highlanders went to Dallas and beat Cedar Valley 94 70. According to the latest AP College basketball poll, three of the top seven teams reside in Texas. Houston is number two behind North Carolina. Texas number four behind Kansas, and Baylor is seventh behind Virginia and Gonzaga. Duke 
Duke, Arkansas, and Creighton finish off the top 10. Four Big 12 teams are a part of this week's AP Women's Basketball Top 25. Iowa State comes in at number 5, Texas at 19, Baylor 21, and Kansas State 25. Four TD passes by Jimmy Garofalo highlighted a 38-10 win for the 49ers over the Cardinals in the Monday night football game played in Mexico City. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 848, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon. He'll have Craig Way uh, from the uh, Texas Longhorn Broadcast team on the uh, program today. Matt Mosley is coming your way at 4, and, of course, we're right back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line, uh, Corey sends us a note uh, that uh, – uh, the, he sends us a picture. In fact, it's it's Corey posing with a uh, with a dog that participated in the Iditarod Trail sled dog race uh, up in Alaska. I mean, it's a, it's a cool picture. Background has you know snow and trees and yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, what is the greatest sporting event you have attended just as a fan? Super Bowl. You've gone just as a fan. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to work it or anything. Well, I was kind of working, but yeah. See, I've never been to the Super Bowl. No. Oh. So that's pretty cool. What have you gone to? Probably the biggest thing I've ever been was my very first Cowboys game three or four years ago. They play, they beat the Eagles in overtime at home. It was the week before Christmas. It was a fun game. I guess for me, it'd be a Ranger playoff game. Just ball tickets, set in the stands. Yeah. Just- I went to every one of the World Series games. Really? Mm-hmm. You just trumped us all, didn't you, buddy? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> happened to be right there. Might as well go. Uh, you, the year that, that Baylor played in the Cotton Bowl, went as a fan. Just sat in the stands, me and my daughter. Didn't have anything to do work-wise. So That's fun. She and I went up and, and had great seats in the lower bowl and just sat there and watched watched that game. And, you know, that's wasn't that the, the year that they threw one to the guard or the tackle for a touchdown or something like that? It was it was different. Uh course every art browse offense is different as the year they played i believe michigan state uh in the cotton ball that year they fell behind big it's the year that they had the big lead and oh, lost. that's right that's right and lost Ugh. i guess another one would be the first ball actually with this shirt right here my first bowl game i went to with my dad back in 2017 that was fun too florida state and southern miss at the independence bowl uh-huh in shreveport that was fun any of you all ever been to a uh, nascar race i have they're I fun. Have, mm-hmm. I have not. They are absolutely fun. Done I've, a, I've been to an remote, Indy. I've been done to a remote Indy. Huh? the morning of the race yeah? four or five times. Really? At cool. Texas Motor Speedway. That's fun. I, I, I've, I've gone to NASCAR and I've gone to Indy. I prefer the NASCAR race because the race itself is more competitive, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The Indy race, the cars spread out, uh, and it's just cars going fast. NASCAR, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. And, you know, the cool thing about NASCAR is you can rent the headphones and you can listen in to the teams yep. as they as – they, and that is just – cool. I mean, think about it this way. What if, you, what if you had a headset where you could listen to the offensive coordinator talk to the offensive coaching staff? Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Yeah, it'd be real cool. Well, that's what you get in a NASCAR race. You can listen to them communicate. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're giving – all kinds of instruction and, and, and traffic. You know, there's there's spotters that uh, that are helping with traffic. Uh, it's it's kind of a cool deal. And and I cannot tell you 
But the start of a race, and I know you guys may think I'm crazy, but the start of a NASCAR race may be the most exciting thing I've ever seen in my life. Pretty neat. The, the first eight to ten laps, unbelievable. It is as intense and as fun and, you know, you're just hanging on it. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of get in a rhythm and you can go walk around a little bit, <laughs> eat, and, you know, then come back for the finish. <laughs> it's kind of kind of how I did it. But, uh, yeah, we used, we uh, once upon a time, before all the COVID stuff, we would have buses and take and take listeners and and man we'd have fun and i'm telling you it uh it's a pretty good deal i've actually watched an indie race from one of the suites great food but you know could have been watching anything right but nascar race is something now i'm just telling you yeah i've, I've been down on the infield during that and it's pretty neat for a start of a race mm-hmm. see i think that'd be a cool thing yeah it's extremely loud <laughs> yeah oh yeah there's no doubt there's no doubt uh our tickets were always right at the start finish line mm-hmm. and so you had in that lower bowl you had great seats yeah i mean great great seats uh and i'm i'm not opposed quite frankly i don't know how we got talking about nascar but kind of cool uh i'm not opposed to sitting on the on the other side on that on what, what would that stretch be? what would that be two turn two turn two and three yeah uh kind of cool Kind of cool from a, it gives you a different perspective over there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, all right, uh, let's see. I uh, there you go. <laughs> you never know where this show's going. I mean, we've we've talked. Look what we've talked. We've talked dog racing. Mm-hmm. We've talked NASCAR, Indy, soccer. We, we've gone everywhere today. We've gone everywhere today. Touch them all. Yeah. No. By the way, uh, Aaron Judge is out on the West Coast. Just. Thought I'd pass that yeah, along. Yeah, he's not coming here. Hey, I know he's not coming here, but is he going back there to the pinstripes? I would think so. I don't see how they let him go. They have to sign him, don't they? That would be that would be a monumental fail, in my opinion. Oh, good gracious! Only way that they they survive <laughs> is if he came out and said. I do not want to play in this city anymore, and I will not sign with this city ever again. Yeah, I'm, I, and he's and, not going to do that. I don't that. see that. No, no, he's not doing that. I mean, I'd love to see him in a Texas uniform, but that's just not going to happen. No, he's he's he's. I mean, if he does anything, he goes home. I do hope they go get Verlander or Kershaw. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see how all that rolls. But uh, I mean, I I get it. You got Martin Perez. Okay, great. Can he replicate what he did last year? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. Hopefully he can. He better. <laughs> Hopefully he can. But yep. we'll, mean, we'll, we'll did we see. see that coming last year? No, of course not. Neither did they. And they're liars if they said they did. You're exactly right. So there you go. 8.55, we're out of here. Have a great day. We'll see you in the morning at 7.